Support for WRFA is brought to you by Quadrant Biosciences, now providing no-cost COVID testing in Chautauqua County. Quadrant Biosciences has partnered with Chautauqua County to provide free COVID testing. For more information on how to schedule an appointment, visit quadrantbiosciences.com slash COVID testing. Support for WRFA is also brought to you by Southern Chautauqua Federal Credit Union. Southern Chautauqua Federal Credit Union provides credit union membership to people who live, work, worship, attend school, do business, and any other entities within Chautauqua County. For more information, including how to become a member, call or text 716-665-7000 or visit them on the web at 665-7000.com. Jamestown Mayor Eddie Sunquist delivered his State of the City address on Monday, January 31st. We'll hear that address now. To Council President Dulce, Council members, and to our residents, in my last State of the City address one year ago, Jamestown faced an uncertain future. In the height of the coronavirus pandemic, we were in dire financial straits, unsure of federal and state government assistance to escape the oncoming crisis. This combined with the city's considerable legacy costs and the tax rate right near the tax cap meant we were headed straight for a financial control board. This dominated my thoughts and conversations with leaders, residents, and colleagues throughout Jamestown. Even with tightening our belts with an emergency financial restructuring plan, we were faced with the prospect of highly diminished city services for years to come. Since that day, much has changed. While the seriousness of the pandemic has not faded, vaccines have given us new hope and have allowed us to return to a new form of normalcy. The immediate fiscal outlook of the city has improved due to many factors. Strong growth in sales tax and home values, producing increased revenue, coupled with judicious and conservative budgeting, have combined to create a large fund balance. I'm proud to say that 2021 looks to be another strong year, giving us a bit more breathing room for the future. Other factors this past year have changed the city's financial landscape, such as the creation of a new retiree healthcare plan assembled in conjunction with our bargaining units, retirees, and city administration that will save both retirees and taxpayers money. And of course, the American Rescue Plan Act has given Jamestown over $28 million, a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to invest in our residents, our neighborhoods, our health, our infrastructure, and our local businesses. All of these factors have combined to improve the outlook of our city and create a new day. As we think about our future and the direction of Jamestown, I've thought more and more about the past of our great city. Our strong entrepreneurial roots are grit to solve problems. When we wanted to solve the problems of bringing electric to the city, businesses and residents, what did we do? We created our own electric company. When we realized we could use resources to make furniture, we became a titan of industry and the exposition furniture capital of the world. Jamestown has a history of strong roots 
and a track record of innovation to drive the city forward. While we have slipped away from this in the past, now is the time to bring back our grit and think big for the future of Jamestown. 2022 brings about large projects that shape a new vision for Jamestown as a modern society with strong roots. I would be remiss if I did not start by acknowledging the great work all our departments have done in 2021. It's been trying in many of the same ways 2020 was, as we continue dealing with the effects of the pandemic. However, our city departments and workers rose to the challenge of the year. I'd like to take a moment just to acknowledge all of their efforts and dedication over this past year. In the Jamestown Police Department, we have seen an increase in community service details and beat walking assignments. According to our latest estimates, property and violent crime has dropped in the city year over year. The police department has seized more firearms and drugs in the city, showing the effectiveness of the Metro Drug Task Force. Additionally, we've added a number of new officers this year, including K-9 Hope, who's assisted in more than 70 details as a comfort dog for victims of domestic violence. I also commend the SWAT team for receiving accreditation from New York State, making the SWAT team one of only 27 teams to meet this standard across the state. The continued work of our officers as members of our community, keeping the public safe and being responsive is certainly recognized by city residents and we thank all of our officers for their hard work and diligence. In the Jamestown Fire Department, we've seen the successful implementation of a new EMS billing system and the acquisition of new fire reporting software. I applaud the hard work of our firefighters in navigating the transition from a paper operation to an electronic format with incredible speed and accuracy. By billing for ambulance services in this city, we will bring in an estimated $200,000 a year in additional revenue. Our finance department, in partnership with city retirees, members of city council, and other staff have formed a healthcare advisory committee, which rolled out a Medicare Advantage plan to city retirees. In an enormous success, 137 individuals signed up, which allows the city to save over $200,000 a year, and each retiree gets to save $1,500 a year in premium costs. The Finance Department also successfully implemented internal monthly budget review meetings, to improve communication and financial coordination with all city departments. Now, our Department of Public Works also had a record year and dealt with an influx of work from state roads and additional funding. This included over 5,800 feet of new sidewalks, 8,100 feet of new ramps, 90 new handicap ramps, 18,300 feet of new blacktop pavement, 57,000 feet of pavement surface treatment and maintenance coating, 2,300 gallons of liquid asphalt seal, 7,900 square feet of repaired brick pavement, 65 new driveway aprons, 
1,400 feet of new storm sewer pipe and 30 new and reconstruction catch bases and drain inlets. What a year for our public works, roads, streets. Our Department of Development had just as good of a year, continued to deal with related housing issues across the city and taken a more active role in holding absentee landlords accountable. Last year alone, through our vacant and zombie property law initiatives, the Department of Development filed over 40 lawsuits and many more in the pipeline. The Development Office has also done more to connect with a large range of businesses in all industries by holding roundtables in various business sectors, not-for-profits, in addition to beginning a project to map resources available to businesses in the area and encourage more entrepreneurship here in the city. In addition, the Development Office has brought in more than $2 million in grants in 2021 alone to facilitate local development projects and with $10 million in the pipeline earmarked for economic development through the American Rescue Plan funds. In other departments, our assessor's office updated all pictures for properties in the city. The city's clerk's office transitioned most of its functions online, including successfully rolling out the option for online property tax payments. Our corporation counsel's office negotiated contracts with every city bargaining unit, ensuring that our employees will continue to operate on a current contract. And our Parks Department completed a new playground at Lillian Dixon Park, as well as a myriad of other projects that continue to improve our world-class parks system. The city has worked to transition to a new citywide software system that will allow departments to be more organized and responsive, submitting issues they see and applying for permits, while we are granting the public ease of access for information. While many of these processes, including constituent tracking and requests for records, have already transitioned into new software, we anticipate much more in 2022. This, along with critical digital security projects, will continue the record investments my administration has made into technology, making the city more data-focused and adaptable to the modern world. The city's brought in more than $28 million in American Rescue Plan Act local recovery funds. We created a master plan that was developed to help organize and direct spending of these funds. It was created through a collaborative process with the Chautauqua Region Community Foundation. In listening sessions held with not-for-profits, businesses, and residents across the city, as we continue into 2022, it's the city's priority to spend in a transparent and truly transformational way. I'm happy to say that city council has started approving projects to receive funds, and this year will be heavily focused on the implementation of such projects and programs. We must use the American Rescue Plan funding as a catalyst for the future by investing in our small businesses and our homeowners. One of the things that makes Jamestown so great is that we're a small, dense city with beautiful neighborhoods. 
Almost every street has sidewalks we utilize daily for exercise, walking to school or work, and to see our neighbors. Unfortunately, we have seen too many senseless tragedies and accidents on our streets. As one of the rare walking school districts, we must place pedestrian, student, and child safety at the forefront of our efforts to make a safer Jamestown. That's why I'm announcing a new Vision Zero campaign for Jamestown, which aims to eliminate fatal and serious injuries from traffic accidents through design. Our schools are mostly located in high traffic areas with high speeds. The reality is that we can prevent these tragedies by taking a proactive, preventative approach that prioritizes traffic safety as a public health issue. Vision Zero recognizes that people will sometimes make mistakes, so the road system and related policies must be designed to ensure those inevitable mistakes do not result in severe injuries or fatalities. I have a clear goal, zero fatalities and severe injuries from traffic accidents. We're currently applying for safe routes to school grants through the New York State Department of Transportation to improve conditions and ensure we are on the path for zero serious injuries. It is my intention to reach out to the community for their input and feedback, and I encourage everyone to join me in this quest as we make a safer Jamestown. Now, switching from our kids to our waterfront, the Shattuquin River is the lifeblood of our city. Our founders chose this spot because of its strategic location at the base of the lake with a river flowing through it. From the commerce it generated, Jamestown became an industrial powerhouse, creating furniture in homes and businesses worldwide. When I often speak with other mayors across the US, I usually joke and I say that our furniture is most likely in their grandmother's house. But all kidding aside, it's time to recognize the power and potential of the river in the 21st century as a beacon for recreation and investment in our city. Just this past fall, the city and its partners have brought in over $1.5 million in grant awards to be used for projects near the river. With over 1.2 million awarded by state by the state for funding of the Shadowcoin Basin Strategic Plan, we have a plan to clear the upper Shadowcoin River of obstructions so boats can easily travel to the basin, make improvements to the public spaces and the river walk that encircles the basin. We've set aside funds for strategic land acquisition by the city and to ensure that new development can occur by that basin. This is some of the most valuable land in Jamestown, and it's vital, vital that the land surrounding the basin be used for a variety of new projects, from top-tier public parks to potential mixed-use developments. I'm also proud to say that the city has funded a nearly $300,000 project to clear out and restore the lower Shadowcorn River. This is the section after the Warner Dam. Years of neglect and failed mitigation strategies has caused the river to seriously erode, threatening wildlife, private property, and the future health of the river itself. With this funding, the city will create a cleanup effort 
to clear blockages in the river, to ensure it flows in its natural path, take out invasive species accelerating erosion, and plant trees to stabilize the banks. This is a natural resource we cannot take for granted. And with the work being completed over the next few years, this can truly become a spot for families to enjoy the natural setting and observe the wonderful wildlife that few know inhabit the Shad Point. Time is of the essence, but the city will work as hard as possible to ensure the river is clear so that no permanent damage will be done to private property. All of this work will integrate with the re continued redevelopment of McCray Point, which in the past few years has seen investments in the Riverwalk bike trail, new playground and viewing platforms, a kayak launch, and coming this year, a new world-class skate park. In addition, private investments are being made to the surrounding area, which will bring in new mixed-use developments in another section of our waterfront. It's vital that we continue these investments and to work to make sure that businesses are able to relocate to areas that are more suitable for industry. The Shadowcoin was essential to bring industry to Jamestown, and now we must adapt our plans to utilize one of the most valuable assets for the new economy. But one thing we haven't done traditionally as a city is to market ourselves as a destination to live, work, and recreate. But with world-class attractions, a central location, a low cost of living, and some of the cheapest utility costs in the state, Jamestown is primed for tourism and investment by businesses and potential homeowners. We need to give these efforts a kickstart, and marketing Jamestown as a place to be is necessary for growth. Other cities around the country do this very thing, fostering a brand and attracting both internal and external investment. Jamestown was known as the furniture capital of the world, with the Furniture Mart building being an exhibition space where people from all over the world would come to see how furniture was made. By investing in marketing and making our public spaces world-class, we can draw more people into Jamestown. Jamestown has the potential, through a robust hotel infrastructure, private investments, and nationally recognized attractions to become a hub for conventions. Any increase in the number of visitors will first require additional investments in our waterfront areas, a robust marketing campaign, and attract private investments in our downtown and our neighborhoods. Jamestown has always been a city of neighborhoods and good neighbors, but our neighborhoods are in dire need of investment. While the strongest rise in house prices in decades has been a positive development, we will see, we still see empty buildings and decaying houses in almost every neighborhood in this city. That's why I am excited that the American Rescue Plan Master Plan has included $5 million for healthy neighborhoods and housing in the city. These funds will be used to help supplement homeowner investments into housing improvements, as well as ensuring our community is walkable, safe, and is an enjoyable place to be. While downtown has received much investment over the past decade and will continue to be invested in, 
Our neighborhoods have often been left out. The direct infusion of cash will help property values in all of our neighborhoods, which will encourage further investment into our housing stock. Now, the city of Jamestown uh, has been at the forefront of manufacturing and, uh, and new business. And so we're proud to be able to now announce a new business here in the city. We've taken a aggressive, an aggressive approach to cultivating a business ecosystem that will support the establishment of a new cannabis-related industry in the city. The city's received over 250 inquiries and has conducted dozens of interviews with companies interested in seeking one of New York State's coveted cannabis industry licenses. The city's efforts have been featured in three national publications, multiple podcasts, and Jamestown is quickly becoming recognized as the future hub for the budding cannabis economy. From small cooperatives that feature many respected local businesses to large multi-million dollar developments on an industrial scale, the cannabis industry in Jamestown will add hundreds of good paying jobs. New businesses have already bought millions of dollars worth of unused property to redevelop thousands of square feet of currently vacant and underutilized warehouse, manufacturing, and commercial spaces. This will put properties back on the tax roll, which will be a piece in my goal of reducing the tax burden currently borne by our residents. It's also estimated that in the first four years in operation, retail dispensaries alone in the city will generate upwards to $500,000 in direct tax revenue from cannabis sales. The development of a supportive business ecosystem that establishes Jamestown as a cannabis hub will attract the various ancillary businesses that was necessary to support the cannabis industry and related supply chains and will further catalyze Jamestown's cannabis cluster economy. I also emphasize that the local control of the cannabis-based industry is a critical component to successful development of the local cannabis economy. And we developed criteria that businesses must meet in order to earn a municipal letter of support. But to truly thrive in Jamestown as a resident, we need to be connected to the rest of the region and the country, as well as strengthen our internal transit systems. I'm proud to say that the city helped broker a deal to give a permanent home for carts in the city of Jamestown helping to ensure that ridership stays stable and having a key downtown property for both the city and the county to invest in. Modes of transit outside of cars and infrequent regional bus service are necessary to help those residents who work or travel to major metropolitan areas and to connect many tourists that flock to Western New York with Jamestown. Losing the essential air service designation at Jamestown Airport was truly a blow to the entire county's economy. I promise to work hand-in-hand -hand with the county and our local, state, and federal representatives to return this vital designation and have commercial passenger airlines serve Jamestown once again. We're also in active discussions to bring passenger rail service and have been in contact with private, regional, state, and federal partners needed to fix the railways to allow train service from Jamestown to Buffalo, Niagara Falls, and beyond. This is a priority, 
and would be a major boon to our economy, allowing residents and visitors alike to travel and connect with the rest of the region right from the convenient downtown location. I'm also excited to announce that our joint municipal broadband feasibility study is being completed, and I'm prepared to create an ad hoc broadband committee consisting of council members, BPU board members, and community members to go over the plan, speak with experts, and help determine the city's path forward on a potential municipal broadband system. With the passage of a bipartisan infrastructure bill, there is money available for a rollout of an affordable, high-speed, high-quality fiber network throughout Jamestown. This network will address the digital divide, help in our goal of attracting those doing remote work, and will ensure access to health, telehealth and educational resources for every resident of Jamestown. This would make Jamestown a leader in New York State, where currently no municipal broadband network exists. I'm excited for our path ahead, and we will continue to pursue funding to make this network a reality. As we look towards a once-in-a-lifetime moment to invest in Jamestown, we must reflect on the past, to remember what made our city great and the innovation of our past leaders. There are many obstacles to achieve our potential, but I am confident our resourcefulness, our grit, and our ability to adapt and drive Jamestown forward. Jamestown's future is brighter than it has been in quite some time, and I'm excited for the opportunities that lie ahead and to tackle the challenges along our way. Jamestown has strong roots and is a modern city. That was Mayor Sunquist delivering his State of the City address.